Thank you for listening to this sermon from Hope Church, Toronto West. It is our prayer that through these audio sermons, you are challenged and transformed by the Word of God, built up in love and faith, and drawn more to the person and work of Jesus Christ. Now as you prepare your heart to receive God's Word, we pray that His Spirit would use the sermon powerfully in your life. I agree. I agree. Maybe some of you agree with that as well. But we're going to go to God's Word because God's Word has something for us that's so powerful today. Loved ones, I want to show you. I want to show you how the resurrection of Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago brings hope into our hopeless situation, our hopeless moment today. And I want to show you that by showing you the resurrection from the vantage point of a despairing, a depressed, a broken and lost disciple, a disciple who was once part of Jesus' inner circle, but a disciple who had lost his way and begun to get really disillusioned by his own frailty, and his own failure, his own weakness, and yet a disciple who came face to face with resurrection hope. And I'm praying today, this morning, that, that you and I would come once again face to face, or even maybe for the first time, face to face with this resurrection hope. So I want you to take your Bible, please, and turn with me to the Gospel of John. If you don't have a Bible today, uh, you can slip up your hand and one of the ushers uh, will get a copy of God's Word into your hand. Don't be afraid to do that. If you want a Bible, you can slip up your hand, and one of the ushers will get a Bible in your hand, and if you don't have a Bible, that Bible will be our gift to you. We'd love you to take it home and read it, and have your life changed by it. John chapter 21, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, John chapter 21, we're going to be reading verses 1 to 7 today, discovering the resurrection hope that God wants to show us today. This is what it says. John 21, starting from verse 1, says this, After Jesus revealed himself again, the word revealed is important, it's a bodily revelation of his resurrection. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the sea of Tiberias. And he, here's the word again, revealed himself in this way. Simon, Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel, Cana, and Galilee, Simon of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, notice this, I'm going fishing. And they said to him, we will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, watch this, but that night they caught nothing. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they are not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself in 
to the sea. Now there's so much in these verses of Scripture, I'm going to try to bring out a few things that show us, again, a little bit of the resurrection hope that was brought to a lost and struggling disciple that will be brought, I pray, to each and every one of us today. So this is where we're going to start. If you have a pen and a paper, you can take the notes, you can write this down. Uh, there is resurrection hope. And I want you to make a note of this. Uh, when we're struggling with failure. When we're struggling with failure. I want you to look at verse 1 again. It says, after this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the sea of Tiberias. Now let's stop right here, right away. I want you to understand on this Easter Sunday that this verse, verse 1, is filled already with resurrection hope. It's filled with hope for your life. It's filled with hope for my life. It's filled with hope for the whole of this time that we're living in. Why? Well, it's filled with hope because of who is being revealed right here in verse 1, John chapter 21. It's filled with hope because of who he is revealing himself to. And it's filled with hope because of the circumstances under which he is revealing himself. So I want to give you a bit of the context surrounding this moment. By the time we get to John chapter 21, the horrific and traumatic events of the crucifixion have already taken place. And of course, Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead. That's what we come to celebrate today. The disciples have been scattered like sheep without a shepherd, just as Jesus had predicted. And now, the risen and glorified Jesus is coming back for them. Yes, they were scattered. Yes, they felt hopeless. Yes, they were confused. But the risen Jesus is coming back for them. This is the third and final Resurrection appearance of Jesus described in this gospel, the gospel of John, and it's a very significant one, I want you to understand. So these verses are filled with resurrection hope, firstly, because of who is being revealed, it's Jesus Christ who is being revealed, but the second reason is because of who Jesus is revealing himself to. I want you to notice the text again in verses 1 to 4. This is after this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in this way. Notice this. Simon Peter, he's important, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana of Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Watch this now. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. Now these verses are filled with resurrection hope, not only because of who it is being revealed, is Jesus Christ the risen Savior, but because of who he is revealing himself to, namely Peter, Peter who begins to take center stage here, now in the text. So, who is Peter? And what is his vantage point? Now you need to understand who Peter is, and you need to understand his vantage point. There's a lot we can say about Peter. 
But what I want you to understand is that Peter was part of Jesus' inner circle, and Peter was brought into some very amazing insights and experiences with Jesus. But Peter, you have to know, was also the subject on many occasions of discipline and the rebuke of Jesus Christ. This is important context I want you to understand. For example, when Jesus predicted his own suffering in Matthew 16, the Bible says that Peter actually tried to rebuke Jesus, and he said, this shall never happen to you. And Jesus turned to him and said, get behind me, Satan. You're not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Peter tries to rebuke Jesus. Jesus ends up rebuking Peter. On another occasion, when Jesus predicted his suffering and that all the disciples would fall away in Matthew 26, it was Peter who passionately yet impulsively declared this. He said to Jesus, though all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. For context. In the very next verse, Jesus predicted that Peter would not only fall away, but that he would deny him three times. Peter's response in Matthew 26, 35, listen, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. Old state, passionate state. Peter, so sure of himself. Peter never doubted his mind of what he would do and how he would do it and what was right. Now, have you ever been so sure about something, so confident about something, so adamant that you would say something in a particular situation or do something in the face of a particular set of circumstances, and in a moment you were struck by the realization of not only your own pride and overestimation of yourself, even worse, your total failure in the face of those circumstances because that thing you were so sure of that you would do, that you would say when the time came, you didn't do it. You didn't say it like you thought you would say it. Have you ever been in a situation where instead you failed so miserably? After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. Love one. The arrest and crucifixion of Jesus Christ was very traumatic for everyone, but particularly for Peter. Not just because of what they did to Jesus, but listen, because of what Peter did to Jesus. Jesus was right. Peter did deny him. Not once, not twice, but three times. When it counted the most, when it mattered the most, Peter, who thought he would stand up in the face of this opposition, Peter, who thought he would have the courage to even go and die with Jesus, he denies him once, twice, three times. And here in John 21, when Peter says, I'm going fishing, he's not saying that I'm going to go out on the water for a relaxing recreational catch. 
He's going back to his old job. He's going back to his old life. But Peter says, I'm going fishing. It's an expression of his utter disillusionment with himself. And it's, it's an expression of the utter shame that he feels under the weight of his own failure, how he failed Jesus Christ. It's an expression of his inability to do what he said he would do in the most crucial moment when he counted the most. And Peter, when he says, I'm going fishing, he says, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm, I'm not good for anything anymore. I'm going to go back to the way things were before we even met Jesus. What he's doing. Because Peter didn't do what he said. And give himself up to die with Jesus. Instead, Peter denied him like a coward and ran away weeping. He failed. He failed so badly that he feels the only option he has now is to give up on the mission that Jesus had called him to because he's so ashamed. And these verses are filled with resurrection hope level. And Jesus appearing to Peter and the disciples is an appearance that is filled with resurrection hope because in the midst of Peter's mess, as Peter himself is giving up, Jesus is showing up. Well, Jesus doesn't show up to condemn Peter for all his failures. Jesus shows up to restore Peter. That's what the cross it's all about. While Peter feels like he's finished, Jesus knows he's not finished with Peter yet. In fact, Jesus knows that he's just getting started. Here's what I want to say to you. Some of you feel, perhaps, that you failed to be And you feel like you're.
For more resources and information about Hope Church Toronto West, please visit 
hopechurchtw.ca.